you have to expect that it's really for the long haul. It's not easy, right? I'm Mortal. I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. We talk about work-related topics in a light manner na parang nagchichismisan lang tayo sa pantry. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina, pumapasok man, medics, or work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. Good evening mga immortal. Welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. My name is Stanley Chi and we talk about work-related topics in a light manner. Yeah, uh, our topic for this episode is how to market yourself as a freelancer and how to get a higher pay. Siyempre, ang guest natin dito eh talagang ano, matinding freelancer at kumikita na rin siya ng limpak-limpak na salapi sa pag-freelance. She's a mentor for freelancers and the founder of Create and Rise Academy. Let's all welcome Miss Demi Bernice. Welcome, Ma'am Demi. Hi! Huwag naman, Ma'am. <laughs> Demi na lang. <laughs> hey, Demi. Oh, ayan. Kumusta? Kumusta, yeah, Ma'am Demi? Demi? Ay, Demi pala. Oh. Nasa Cebu ka ngayon, <laughs> di ba? Oh, from Cebu. Live from Cebu. Yes. Oh. Live from Cebu. <laughs> ayan. Uh, thank okay you for, lang ako. Oh, thank you for guesting sa Underpaid Podcast. Um, it's actually ano uh, the first time na naka-invite ako ng taga Cebu na guest. Ayan, Buti mabilis nice. ang internet nyo dyan. Ay, <laughs> minsan. <laughs> minsan, minsan. <laughs> minsan, minsan hindi pa rin mabilis. <laughs> uh, may mga backup ka naman, I'm sure. No? Tsaka, um, kwentohan mo naman kami, uh, Demi. Paano ka nagsimula sa pag-freelance? Kasi batang-bata ka pa lang, freelancer ka na kagad. Eh, sa, yung iba sa ating mga immortal, nagdadalawang isip, to freelance or not to mm. freelance, ganyan, pag nawalan ako ng kliyente, anong gagawin ko? Ikwento mo nga sa amin, Demi. Okay, so, nung, ano, nung mga year 2016, I was a teacher, kindergarten teacher back in the day, so, nag-teach ako ng isang taon, tapos, na-realize ko na hindi pala talaga siya madali. <laughs> So, no offense, of course, to the teachers out there that are teaching right now. So, to me lang, yung experience ko kasi medyo, ano, medyo rough talaga. Kasi, nakapag, um, meron ako advisory class na dalawa. So, instead of a teacher having one advisory class, meron akong dalawa. Isa sa umaga, isa sa hapon. So, that to me was very, ano, <laughs> very stressful kasi not only... Are you going to teach children na ages 4 to 5 or 6? Pero kami mga ano, 6 years old din. Mahirap siya kasi may paperwork pa. Wala akong break. Hindi ako halos makapagsuklay ng buhok. O, di ba? Ngayon, nakapagsuklay ng buhok. <laughs> so, ganun siya. Um, when the, the school year started to end, I, I realized so many things. Sabi ko, makikita ko ba talaga ang sarili ko na mag-teach up until the next 10 years. So, yun na yung mga question ko. Sabi ko, makita ko ba talaga sarili mo magturo in the next 10 years? So, first uh, idea was, really, the answer is no. So, sabi ko, hindi <laughs> pwede to. Baka, ano, baka matanda na lang ako, magtuturo pa rin ako sa uh, four corners of my classroom. So, uh, my initial idea, even before I was in college, was that I really wanted to be an author. So, gusto ko talaga magsulat. And sabi ko, uh, bahala na, ipupursu ko na lang talaga yung pagiging author ko kahit wala akong, kahit hindi ko sigurado kung paano siya gagawin, you know, o mga, mga doubts, saka mga fears. Ano Pero, gusto mo itulat na, ano, if you're gonna release a book, may, may book ka na bang binibenta ngayon? 
Wala. Oh, pero <laughs> anong, gusto mong, ano, anong gusto mong isulat na libro? Um, siguro, nung noon, nung bata pa ako, nung nagtuturo pa ako, siguro more on fiction, more on mga, mm. yung mga love-love, kemerut. Mm. <laughs> Ngayon, parang ibang-iba na talaga eh. Parang gusto ko na magsulat more of non-fiction, more on personal development, or mm. uh, personal development when you are an entrepreneur, siguro mas pinakamaganda kung gusto kong isulat. So, yun. Um... That was the dream. And then, hindi ko talaga inasahan na mag-freelance ako. Bale, aksidente lang din. Gaya nung pinento mo behind the camera kanina, mm. Sir Stanley, na parang aksidente lang din nangyari sa'yo. Sa akin din eh. Um, more on accident siya kasi the, the idea was for me to publish a book. Tapos, gumawa ako ng sarili kong book cover. Mm. So, nung gumawa ako ng sarili kong book cover dami ko nang design-design doon. Nakita ng boyfriend ko, which is now my fiancé, uh, nakita ng boyfriend ko dati, sabi niya, oh, ba't di mo ano yan? Ba't di mo gawing gig yan? Ba't di mo gawing, uh, uh, tawag niyan, pangkabuhayan yung ginagawa mo book covers? Kasi okay naman siya, magaling naman. So, why not you sell it to other people? So, that to me, at that time, sabi ko, oo nga, no? Baka, Baka pwede kasi at that time din wala talaga akong savings kasi nag-resign ako na wala akong savings. <laughs> walang walang backup plan kumbaga. Nung panahon mo magkano ang sweldo ng teacher nung panahon mo? 21k yun yung sa akin. Tapos ang uh, oh, kaltas ng tax hmm. ganun. So nagiging ano na lang siya, nagiging 16,000 na lang <laughs> yung nalilinis ko. Ayun. Okay. So Apart from that, um, nung nagsimula na akong maggumawa ng book cover to other people, ang main source of traffic ko talaga back in a day was Fiverr.com. Dot com rather. So, hindi ko alam if you're familiar, pero Fiverr.com with a double R. So, 5RR.com. Yun yung ginagamit ko back in a day. Pasok. Ang hirap din kasi maraming competition eh. So, you can't just randomly go out there and publish your gig kasi sobrang ramen talaga ng mga tao na uh, nakakailangan din or they really want to also design book cover. So, basically, same kami nang ginagawa. So, I, I, I was asking myself, how can I make myself stand out compared to these people? So, kailangan ko talagang makita ng pera kasi yun nga, wala akong savings, paubos na yung pera kong ano, parang separation fee ko nung nag-resign ako. Tapos, mahulog talaga na magkakautang-utang ako sa rent nung apartment na inuupahan ko. So, yun siya. Um, after that, I realized na dun pala sa Facebook group where I am in, kasi nga, di ba, I wanted to be an author. So, I, I joined Facebook groups for writing and for authors kasi I was looking for some writing tips. Yun lang talaga yung intention until I, I saw that the, the people inside the Facebook group were really asking also, is there anyone who can make the book cover for me? No, sa kanilang mga books. So when I, I found that out, sabi ko, oh, pwede naman pala ako maghanap ng client dito eh. No. So that's what I started doing. Uh, I, I looked for my clients on Facebook groups and then I joined more Facebook groups para makapaghanap ako ng more and more clients. So, hanggang sa na-realize ko na it's a very feasible way of looking for your clients. And ever since then, 
uh, hindi na ako nag-sign up sa mga Upwork or sa mga oh. ibang freelancing sites kasi natutunan ko na pwede naman pala talagang maghanap ng clients in ano in a Facebook uh, Facebook group. So, so you joined a lot of ano, you joined a lot of Facebook groups tapos doon ka you offer your services there. Mm-hmm. Sa umpisa ganun no, yung parang parang po-post ka na guys, I'm designing book covers or um, your flyers, your brochure, ganyan. Baka may mm-hmm. kailangan yan. But during that time, how much do you charge? Baka iba na yung presyo mo ngayon sa presyo mo dati. Mm-hmm. Pag nagsisimula so, ka. So dati, dati nung nagsimula ako, ano lang, uh, $15 per book cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tapos unlimited revision pa, o, oh, di ba? <laughs> that was for pesos. Oo. Uh-oh. foreign clients. So to them it was a no-brainer deal kasi napakamura and mm-hmm. I'm providing them the full book cover, hindi mm-hmm. kasi ebook cover lang. So full book cover talaga yung, uh, I provided it for $15 kasi back in the day yung $15, $700 pesos para sa akin, uy, daming pera. <laughs> Ganun na sa akin. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um yun nga, yung Yung the way I marketed it also back in the day is not um, yung parang nagpo-post lang ako. So, naghahanap talaga ako ng mga tao na nangailangan. Kasi bawal din dun sa group eh. There was a, there was a group rule inside the Facebook group that I was in na sabi na bawal kang mag-promote ng stuff mo dito. So, mm-hmm. it was hard for me kasi the first thing that will come to your mind if you join Facebook group is really to post, ba? So, oh. ay, kung makakapag-post na ako ng isa dito, marami ako magiging clients. But that's not how it's going or how it does um, process, right? So, Ngayon, you really need to build genuine relationships. Siya, even if you just message people, naaanoy sila eh. So, oh, marketing... Oh. So, marketing really improved over time. Ganon okay. siya. Paano mo natutunan lahat to? Ano lang? Uh, accidental lang? Or yung parang hindi mo in-expect? Ganon lang? Hindi mo, hindi mo siya pinag-aralan talaga? Kung baga parang uh, as you go on, natutunan mo na lang? Ganun siya at first until naging ano ako, naging behind ako sa rent for three months. Nakautang ako ng 45,000 pesos. <laughs> so, that time, nung nagkandautang-utang na ako, sabi ko sarili ko, patay, di na to pwede. Di na pwede na parang hindi na lang ako mag-aaral or something. Hindi na pwede na parang pag-gigs-gigs na lang ako. Kailangan ko talaga seryosohin kung ano tong ginagawa ko. So, ever since na na-delayed ako sa rent, simula nun, parang, ano na ako, parang, I'm very particular now with marketing. And I started going to YouTube at first, pero wala talaga akong pinurchase na course kasi wala din akong pera. Mm. <laughs> so, ang ginawa ko na lang, I, I looked into YouTube and then I also um, read a couple of books. So, books, syempre, medyo mura lang, kayang-kaya naman yan mm. sa budget. So, yun na lang yung ginawa ko until such a time na experience coupled with the things that I learned from the videos that I watched and to the groups, yun na siya yung parang naging breakthrough. So, I was able to create my own framework kung saan I can market myself over and over. Kasi sabi ko, there's this thing that works. Kung hindi ko siya i-document, mawawala to sa akin, makakalimutan ko lahat. <laughs> so, I documented the entire process of me getting a client. So, yun na yung tinuturo ko this day. Up to today. So, 
you uh, over time sa ngayon may mga bagong ano metrics sa babago in technology you also mm. ano uh, read mga bagong books saka you also uh, train na rin. do you have a mentor right now i don't have a mentor i actually yung mga binibili ko ka lang kasi usually it's just books so wala talaga akong binibili na course ang binili ko lang na course yung parang digital painting oh. <laughs> kasi gusto ko talaga ma- marunong ano magparang 3D something yung ginagawa sa games mm. yun yung parang childhood dream ko eh so oh. yun lang yung course na binili ko but, but in terms of marketing you can really find the the um the knowledge in books kaso nga lang you have to read a lot of books oh hindi lang isa <laughs> i'm sure um puro tungkol sa digital marketing eh taon-taon nagbabago yung mga style na how to market uh-huh. yourself no um ano ang pinakamahirap para sa iyo ah nung nagsimula ka mag-freelance pinakamahirap sa pag-freelance yung experience mo pinakamahirap sa pag-freelance is yung pag-stabilize talaga kasi okay lang yung paghanap ng client okay pa kasi maraming marami namang opportunities talaga in terms of you know finding your clients there's so many things you can do in the internet not only on Facebook groups but you can also go Instagram and then LinkedIn other platforms yung pinakamahirap talaga is yung pag-stabilize how will you make sure na may kakainin ka pa next week may kakainin ka pa next month <laughs> so yun yun yung pinakamahirap to me that was the initial struggle that I have so I really need to find out what can I do to stabilize my freelance business? Kasi hindi pwede na pa, ano lang, parakit-rakit na. <laughs> so, I really need to ensure na it was stable. So, luckily, I was also able to understand, ito, hindi rin siya tinuro sa akin ng any of the books. I just somehow realized it through experience na kailangan pala talaga na marunong kang mag-balance ng pricing mo. So, um, what other freelancers do, they always charge by the hour, right? Mm. Tapos, meron lang naman tayong 24 hours in a day, tapos 8 hours pa niyan, itutulog mo pa. <laughs> so, you only have a very limited supply. So, kailangan, not only are you going to have an hourly rate, meron ka rin per project rate. So, meron kang clients na hourly, meron rin clients na per project. So, you balance the both of that to create the stability of your business, which I found very hard in the first few months, years nga <laughs> of freelancing. Okay. Napag-usapan natin yung pricing. How do you charge your clients? Iba ba yung charge mo pag local? Iba pag international? Ayun. Uh, Medyo mas so mataas me, ba? Ganun? Oh. Ang akin kasi, kapag local, I charge the international rate first. Mm. So, yun yung standard ko talaga is the international rate. Tapos kung magkikipag-business ka sa akin and you're a local business, I'll tell you what my international rate is. Tapos alam ko, alam ko at the back of my head na <laughs> that local business is still going to haggle me. So, tatawad pa yan eh. Mm. So, I, I know for a fact that that's going to happen. So, that's why I introduced the international rate first. Tapos, uh, bali makikipag-negotiate na lang ako uh, while it's happening or while the deal is happening. So, parang ine-expect ko na lang na hindi ko talaga magigets yung ano, <laughs> hindi ko talaga makukuha yung international rate with a local business. Parang na-anticipate ko na. Pero luckily, very recently, yung mga local clients na mga students ko, they're very much willing to pay the freelancers nowadays. I'm very surprised kasi <laughs> nung ako, nung nag-local client ako, parang ano, parang tawad ng tawad sa akin eh. So, hindi ko in-expect na my students will get that kind of result where 
to them, parang easy lang talaga mag-close ng local, ano, local business. Tapos, international rate yung ginagamit nila. So, that to me was amazing. So, so siguro sa akin, imposible siya, but to my students, it's very possible for them na they can also they can always charge the international rate. It really depends on how you portray your value also. Kung ano yung mga, uh, what your value of what your what the what is the value that you can offer as a freelancer sa mga clients? Um, how much does your uh, student charge per hour? Para at least may idea kami. Hmm. O kasi so, yung mga yung mga I, freelancer, halimbawa yung mga art directors, graphic designers, video editor, how much hmm. do they charge per hour? So it varies kasi there are people the the student group kasi is a mixed group of skilled people. So meron tayong mga artists, merong web designers, merong copywriters, video editors, halo-halo, meron pang mga bookkeepers. So I can't really say a bracket, pero I really encourage beginners to charge at least $10 per hour above kung per hour rate. So like what I mentioned earlier for you to stabilize your freelance business, kailangan meron ka per project rate para yung hourly rate, yun yung susi mo to stability, pero yung per project rate mo naman, yung susi mo to hit the six-figure income per month. So, it depends talaga kung ano yung skill mo. Kasi meron namang skill na hindi talaga pwedeng mag-charge ka ng malaki because the, the workload is very simple. Like for example, customer service, it's easy the re- the replaceability napakadaling palitan ng customer service not to not to insult people who are working in BPO no but but the reality really if you look at it at the business perspective napakadali lang kasi ma-replace so example kumare ikaw um BPO ka gusto mo mag-resign napakadali lang sa kanila na palitan ka that's why they wouldn't price you at a higher rate kasi easy lang sa lang sa kanila magpalit so to you to be able to high uh, to be able to charge a higher rate kailangan yung skills mo is extraordinary and you know how to stand up from the crowd na hindi ka ay graphic designer ako yung isa naman graphic designer parehos kami lahat ng graphic designer kailangan you are a graphic designer for this specific type of person tapos magaling ka talaga sa ginagawa mo para mas madali na lang mag-market so kailangan ano uh, magse-stand out ka you have to be ano googleable or ano Kumakain ka kunwari ng apoy. Parang ganun. Pag- <laughs> <laughs> Pwede din. Pwede din. Let's talk about um, marketing. Do How do you market yourself as a freelancer? Kasi um, hindi naman lahat ng uh, artist, eh, yung parang hindi naman lahat techie. Meron tayong mga hmm. artist na, uh, hindi na hindi hindi na millennial. So hindi sila sanay mag-Facebook, hindi sila sanay mag-Instagram or mag-YouTube, no? How, anong mapapayo mo sa kanila? I think to me, it's good. For example, ikaw traditional artist ka, tapos wala ka talagang idea ng mga Instagram and Facebook, I think that you should start going out of your comfort zone. Kasi this is where the future is going. So you can't just say na, ay, artist ako, ayokong pumunta ng Instagram or Facebook, bahala na kayo dyan, I will still know how to market myself somehow. So you can't do that. You really need to adapt to the times. Mm-hmm. So if you wish to still continue being a successful artist at this day and age, kung naging successful ka man back in the day, you really need to adjust to the times. So there are very simple things naman you can do. You, you don't need to be super smart in order to... Uh, um, handle social media. It's very easy lang naman. So, 
you just need to adapt to it and start doing it instead of, you know, ba- baka kasi marami din kasing artists na nag-overthink, di ba? So, feeling nila, ay, kapag ipopost ko sa Instagram, wala namang mag-like. Okay lang kung walang mag-like, at least you created that content that will stay there on the internet for millions and millions of years. So, it's good that you have already planted the seed, kumbaga. Mm. Um, matanong ko lang, Demi, how did you grow yes. your followers? Kasi uh, you marketed yourself very well, no? Dumami yung followers mo sa Facebook, sa Instagram, no? And then, uh, hindi ko alam kung may YouTube ka or may Twitter. Paano ginawa mo? Kasi uh, I'm sure in-apply mo yung mga nabasa mo at yung mga natutunan mo online. Okay. So, first, uh, kung freelancer ka lang ba or yung... Ano, kasi ma- dalawang question siya yata eh. Iba yung way of how you market yourself as a freelancer. Tapos, may iba ways on how you can gain more followers. So, I guess I'll just discuss both things. Uh, kung, kung freelancer ka, I do not really suggest, I don't know, baka mag- mababash na naman ba ako nito? <laughs> I do not really suggest, ano, <laughs> I do not suggest kasi going to freelancing sites. Kasi, the way I see it, it's a race to the bottom. So, yung mga clients na pumupunta sa freelancing sites, usually yung ginagawa nila is naghahanap sila ng, ng person na kung saan gagawa ng project ng pinakamabilis tsaka pinakamura. So, it's really a race to the bottom. If you can do the project the fastest and the quickest, then ikaw yung i-hire. Pero paano kung gusto mong, ano, gusto mong mag-raise ng rate mo kasi kailangan ng anak mong panggatas, ganito, ganyan. Tuition, ganito, ganyan. So, hindi mo siya, kay, uh, wala kang control, basically, in terms of your pricing kapag nasa freelancing sites ka. That's why when people ask me, oh, what freelancing sites can you recommend? I don't really have anything kasi that's not how I market myself ever since nung nagsimula ako. <laughs> so, that's why um, if you wish to start with freelancing sites, it's okay to start lang. Pero, Kapag kasi desperado ka na, gaya ng nag, nag, ano, na, nangyari sa akin, naging desperado ako for money kasi nga, delayed ako sa rent, wala akong savings, kailangan, I had to take the the matters up in my own hands and do the marketing by myself. So, that's when I started going on Facebook groups and looking into people who might be interested for my service. Now, ang question is, anong Facebook groups yung kailangan mong i-join? Mm. Sa dami-dami pa naman ng Facebook groups, anong Facebook groups yung kailangan mong i-join? So, first, you have to identify who is that person that you want to work with. So, hindi pwedeng magiging graphic designer ka lang for everyone who needs graphic design. That's not how you will stand out. So, if you wish to stand out even better, you have to ensure that you have a target market. So, we call that ideal client avatar or sino ba talaga yung, yung person na gusto mong makatrabaho. The, the reason for that is because it's easier to find someone na alam mo kung ano yung criteria, alam mo kung anong itsura, di ba? Kapag may nawalang ano, may nawalang tuta, hindi mo naman siya pwedeng mag-post ka lang ng missing dyan tapos hindi mo i-describe yung tuta na nawala. <laughs> so, if you, for you to find your clients, you have to be able to identify who they are, what they do, what job they do, income bracket, para mas easy din para sa pricing mo. So, ganun siya. Once na-identify mo na kung sino yung gusto mong katrabaho, by the way, bigyan ko na lang na example. So, uh, in my case, I was able to find clients that are authors, 
right? So, fiction authors were my ideal client avatar back in the day. Tapos, meron ding iba na gusto nila female coaches. So, a lot of my students, they target female coaches because kasi 90% ng student group ko is all babae. So, gusto nila makatrabaho mga babae din. So, that's why uh, they targeted female coaches. I also have mentees who are targeting writers or bloggers. Meron din akong mentees na nagta-target ng travel bloggers. So, yung mga travel, sila yung mga nag edit ng video. So, that's why they target travel bloggers. So, it really is up to you as to who you want to serve. Tapos, yun yung keyword na itatype mo sa Facebook para maghanap ng Facebook group. So, kung authors yung gusto mong i-serve or kung authors yung gusto mong makatrabaho, type mo sa search bar authors Facebook group. Tapos, lalabas lahat ng authors na Facebook group na kailangan mong, uh, kailangan mong i-join, right? So, of course, when you already have done that, there is um, there are rules, by the way, sa each Facebook group. Right? So, hindi pwede na, <laughs> hindi pwede na magpo-post ka lang sa sabi ko, Oy, hmm. may ano ako dito, may service ako dito, baka if, if you're interested, uh, you you contact me, ganito, ganyan. So, may mga rules tayo sa kada Facebook group na hindi pwede mag-promote nang mag-promote ka lang, ba? Hmm. So, you have to also ensure na you are following the group rules. And the best way to do that is really give value to the group. So when I'm saying give value to the group, kung sino yung may nangangailangan, dun ka mag-comment. Right? So kung sino yung nangangailangan, tapos meron ding ibang members na hindi naman about your service ang ang uh, pinost nila, pero alam mo kung anong sagot, tulungan mo pa rin. So the more you get noticed in that Facebook group, the more will the, the people in that group identify you better. So kung medyo notice ka na, yun na yung natural standing out mo na, ay, magaling pala yan sa graphic design. So, anytime that a person or a member in the group needs help, ibang member na yung magre-recommend sa'yo. Mm-hmm. So, diretso na siya na word of mouth. So, that's how we do it in Facebook groups. We give value, we help people, and then we do that regularly so that we get noticed by the other members in the group and it's easier for them to recommend us to other people who needs our help. So that's what we do. Um, that's how you can feasibly market yourself as a freelancer. So basically, yun lang, consistent ka lang, parang, uh, parang pumupunta ka sa gym, di ba? So in the first few days, kakapunta mo ng gym, wala pa masyadong resulta. Yung bill-bill mo, nandun pa rin. <laughs> so kailangan consistent ka in a way that you have to really do it every day. Para yung branding mo, or when people see you in that group, they would notice you and they would understand that, ay, siya pala yung magaling sa graphic design, siya yung gumagawa ng ganito-ganyan. Tapos may member na naghahanap ng that very exact service, then they can easily recommend you to that person. So that's how we market it in uh, Create and Rise Academy style. <laughs> Create and Rise Academy fashion. So that's what I teach because that's what worked for me. So, to other people, siguro sa kanila, hindi nag-work. So, iba din yung kanila eh. But to us, uh, to us who are in, in the academy, that's really how we do it. And there's no other way around it. You build your social media pages, Instagram or Facebook page, a personal Facebook account. You create content there. So, content, of course, depends sa'yo, di ba? Gusto mo mag-video, podcast, or written 
na related sa service mo. So, you really are building your own brand to let other people know that you exist and you're good at what you do. So, hindi pwede na parang, ay, graphic designer ako, magaling ako, ganito, ganyan. So, you can't do that anymore. So, you really have to do this thing that what we call permission marketing is when you build your brand, you build awareness, and then your clients are the ones who's going to come to you. But of course, you need to do the upfront work then. Hindi pwede na, maghihintay na na Parang one tamad Hi, this is Roy Segalar from the Research Department at First Metric Securities and host of the Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast featuring timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and economy in the hope of providing investing and trading guidance to Filipinos. New episodes every Tuesday and as always, your future first. Importante ang mag-save, pero bakit marami ang walang ipon? The answer is because we don't spend enough time in learning practical financial strategies. This is Fitz Villafuerte, a registered financial planner, and I'm inviting you to listen to the 80% podcast, kung saan tuturuan ko kayo kung paano yumaman. So join me and let's talk about personal finance on the 80% podcast. Hi, I'm RJ Desma. Get inside the heads of the country's sharpest and most innovative business personalities and entrepreneurs. Hack your way to success as you learn more about how they think about business. What are their best practices and success secrets? How do they innovate their businesses during the pandemic? And what opportunities do they see in the new normal? Join me on the RG Ledesma Podcast. Okay lang ba yun na parang kanyari? Uh, may nag-post, I'm looking for someone who would design my logo. Tapos, ipipm mo, kahit hindi kayo magkaibigan, but you saw the person sa Facebook groups, pwede ba yung ganon? Ayan, pwede naman yung ganyan. Kasi they are actively seeking for help. Pero to other people who does not need your help, sometimes it's annoying, diba? That's why you need to keep on building value in that very group that you're targeting para hindi ka medyo annoying sa nila. So... It's easier kasi to ask for something when you already have given value. So, of course, we we don't buy from strangers, right? We always check the reviews and, you know, mga reviews sa mga tao, ano mga sinasabi ng mga tao sa iyo, ganito, ganyan. So, if you do that, right? So, if you do that very review by yourself by putting your stuff or your content out there, then it's easier for them to understand na ay, legit pala to. Ganito. Mm-hmm. So that's how we do it. Uh, if you are a freelancer, you can easily follow that step and then you can succeed by yourself, right? So with followers naman, the way I did it is Facebook ads. So I'm not the one doing my own Facebook ads. So I have my fiancé who's operating that for me. I used to do that by myself, pero syempre, busy na. <laughs> Dami na kasing trabaho. So aside from the Yan coaching... mo para gawin yung Facebook ads mo. Mm-mm. So still binabayaran pa rin. And then we also have um, YouTube ads. So same thing. Medyo marunong ako konti. Pero yung mga in-depth talaga na Facebook ads, parang hindi talaga carry ng utak. <laughs> Mag-teach na lang ako, okay lang. Huwag na lang ako mag-tutorial about Facebook ads kasi medyo technical talaga siya. Creative person kasi ako. So, yung mga technical, masyadong technical for me, nahihirapan din talaga ako. So, um, there, that's what we did. There are 
ways naman for you to build your followers organically but you have to expect that it's really the law for the long haul okay. so it's not easy right so you have to you have to do it for a longer period of time kasi kung ads they speed up the process diba so very easy for you to get followers if you're running ads because there are more eyeballs that are looking to your product your video or your content pero Kapag ano naman siya, organic marketing, what we call it, yung hindi ka gumagamit ng any type of promotional ads or yung paid advertising, medyo matagal talaga siya. So, hindi siya pwede para sa mga tao na gusto nang parang quick win. Ano? <laughs> so, for, uh, instant for gratification. Sa mga bagong ano, gusto magparami ng followers, you have to uh, pay the Facebook ads and then there's a different ano eh. There, there's a different marketing strategy sa ganyan, di ba? Sa, mm. sa base ako yung so, nakuwento ko, medyo technical nga mm-hmm. siya. So, it's either aralin mo sa YouTube or sa you read books, no? Or kunin na lang nila yung ano, fiancé mo para sila, yung fiancé mo. <laughs> <laughs> Pwede din. Try nyo yung kontakin. Then, pilipa tayo sa Spotify. Pero before we, okay. we transfer to Spotify, may makasasagutin tayong tanong from the audience. Uh, basahin muna natin yung mga sinadjust nila na ano na pangalan ng mga followers mo. Sabi dito, wow. um, sabi ni Hazel Baluyot, Demigods. Yun daw ang pangalan. Demigods. Ng- <laughs> Demigods. So, Actually, si Hazel, ano yamin yan? Customer service person namin. <laughs> sabi dito ni, uh, ni Danica uh, Iranzo, if, uh, how much po ba ang um, singil? How much minimum price for logo design? For example, the design alone lang. Hindi yung finished product. Ayan. So, that will also vary din kasi there are variables of you pricing yourself. Magde-depende, number one, kung gano'ng kaka-experience. Meron tayong different pricing for beginner, intermediate, advanced, tsaka sa expert. So, syempre, that already varies, di ba? Second uh, factor that you have to consider is how good you are at what you do. So, kung hindi ka masyadong magaling, then syempre, hindi ka masyadong makakapag-charge ng malaki. That wouldn't make any sense to any client, right? So, you really have to be good at what you're doing. Another thing, of course, is gaano katagal ka nakakagawa ng logo. So, there are people that are finishing logo in 8 hours. You also have to consider that. Then, also to the people who are um, creating logo via Canva lang, 30 minutes lang sa kanila. So, medyo mababa ang rate. There isn't really any standard unless you are more specific as to kung ano yung experience mo, kung gano'ng kagaling sa ginagawa mo, tsaka kung gano'ng katagal ka nakakatapos ng isang logo. So, okay. there. So, sabi, uh, dito isa pang question. Uh, sabi ni Crendal Garcia, how do you get more audience for being a freelancer na podcaster? Freelancer na podcaster? Okay. Hindi, mm-hmm. niya. Hindi ko alam kung paano anin yan. Okay. So, to me, first, I think you build, you need to build an audience first. So, in any way you can. Kasi mas, del, mas madali nilang mag-promote ng podcast mo kapag may audience ka na talaga. So, that's what we did. So, my fiancé and I, uh, of course, we built the, the following muna sa Facebook page. Saka namin pinomote yung podcast. Kaya, medyo nakakahit kami ng mga top charts kasi marami na talagang followers eh. So, with you, if you want your podcast to be successful, there's one way, which is organic marketing. You just have to continuously publish a podcast and then make sure the titles are searchable, right? So, there should be keywords in your title na pag i-enter nila yan sa Google or sa YouTube, lumalabas, 
right? So that's one thing of how you can do it. But again, since it's organic marketing, medyo matagal yung process, medyo matagal yung pag-angat mo dun sa parang search results, right? So another way of doing it is, of course, ads, right? So that's how you build an audience, the quicker, the faster way, tapos saka mo mapopromote yung podcast mo. Ayun. Okay. Maraming salamat, Miss Demi. Sabi dito, um, Legion of Demination. Yung pwedeng itawag sa mga <laughs> ano, followers mo. Ang daming mga sumasagot, no? Tapos sabi dito ni Mia is ano, Demi Moore. <laughs> Demi Moore. <laughs> Aba. Yun, pwede, okay, di ba? So, where do you market yourself? On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, sa TikTok ba, sa Kumu? Ano na ba? Iba na kasi yung ano eh. Iba na kasi yung social media ngayon. Ang dami-daming apps, ang dami-daming uh, websites. How would you target a specific market uh, na papasukin mo? Baka pwede mo i-explain sa amin kung ano ito itong mga target ng social media uh, ano websites na ito. So, nung nagsimula ako sa freelancing, usually, nasa Facebook lang talaga ako kasi dun yung mas maraming active people. So, when I was uh, looking for clients, yun talaga yung mainstream of traffic ko in terms of um, my clients. Pero nung nag-coaching naman ako, iba siya kasi you are supposed to be on two platforms lang at the very least. Kasi I do have a team that's helping me with the content creation, pero nahihirapan din yung mga taong hanapin ka. So you have to have two, at least two platforms where you really are dominant with. Kasi hindi naman pwede na nasa Twitter ka, Instagram, Pinterest, kahit saan na lang, diba? So wala ka masyadong home base, kumbaga. So if you want other people to find you, you really have to have at least two home bases. And that to me is uh, Facebook and YouTube. So that's why we also run only on Facebook and YouTube yung mga ads. Kasi nandun lang talaga kami. Um, that's our dominant dominant or parang kumbaga home base namin in terms of you know. kasi kung paramihan lang din ng platform di ba meron din mga tao na sabi oh you have to be everywhere tsaka kailangan consistent yung publishment ng content or ganito ganyan but the thing is it's possible meron naman maraming scheduler ngayon sa mga social media dali na lang mag-schedule ng post di ba so you can create content for a day schedule mo for the next few days pwede Pero that, that way of doing it kasi, you are lowering the quality of each post. So, merong people na pag tinatamad na, copy-paste na lang sa ibang social media. So, hindi siya nag-make sense. So, dapat when you are creating content and you wish to target the people that you really want to target, have a home base and then make sure that the content that you are producing is quality talaga over quantity. So, papagalitan ako ni Gary Vaynerchuk na ito, pero <laughs> yun talaga yung ano eh. Yun talaga, that's how I do it. I'm not into um, co- uh, what this, what's this? Quantity. So, hindi talaga ako paramihan. So, I'm more of focusing on one post lang talaga per day. That's the same thing that I did when I was a freelancer. So, one hour per day lang sa Facebook yun lang talaga yung ginagawa ko. Kasi if you also spread yourself thin, yung quality talaga ng work mo is, it would also decrease. So, yun. Si Gary Viva, ano tinuro niya? Kailangan lagi ka nagpo-post? Oo. Lagi kang nagpo-post sa maraming platforms. Kasi he was, uh, he's always talking about distribution eh. 
So that's his thing, uh, distribution, and then you have to hustle, hustle, hustle. And to me, it will not really work, especially if mag-isa ka lang sa business mo, mag-isa ka lang na freelancer, tapos wala ka pang in-outsource, wala ka pang team. It will not work. Hmm. So, ma- <laughs> maluloka ka yata, kakapublish mo every day with six other platforms. So it's it's really hard to keep that up. Sa Facebook, tsaka sa Instagram, tsaka sa YouTube, magkakaiba yung caption and yung yung post mo. Hindi sila pare-pareho. Kasi di ba, minsan meron pang Facebook stories, Instagram stories. Um, iba-iba ba dapat yan? So to me, iba-iba siya in a sense na yung sa Instagram ko kasi, it's more of like personal pictures. Hmm. So sa Facebook page ko, hindi mo rin siya makikita. Parang merong medyo exclusive content dun sa Instagram. Tapos hindi na ako nagsustory dun sa, sa YouTube. So, ang story ko, Instagram na lang, tapos kinoconnect ko na lang sa Facebook. So, yun yung parang process ko. It's still somehow distribution, pero there is a minor, parang minor, ano lang, minor modification lang ng content. Hmm. Tapos, minsan din, nirorotate ko yung content. So, sometimes, uh, there's a post that I post on Monday on the Facebook page, tapos ipopost ko yung mga Thursday dun sa Instagram. So, meron talaga siyang rotation. So, yung sa mga na- hindi nakakita sa ano, Facebook. Oo. Sa mga mm-hmm. nakakapareho lang is Facebook and Instagram, which is a story. Mm-hmm. Pero yung sa sa feed, hindi nagkakapareho. Magkaka- iba minsan yung nasa Facebook page mo, iba yung nasa Instagram mm-hmm. na feed mo, iba yung nasa personal mm-hmm. Facebook mo. Mm-hmm. So, with... May Twitter ka ba? Sorry. May Twitter ka? Oh, meron. Pero pang ano lang eh. Parang pang rant lang yung Twitter. Oh, inaaway ka lang. Ganon, di ba? <laughs> Oo. Para pang inaaway lang. Or oh, parang pag nasa-stress ako, doon lang ako nag-ano. <laughs> pero wala talaga akong... Uh, hindi ako nag-focus sa Twitter kasi hindi ako magaling sa mga words-words na yan. So, if I talk, I really talk all along. So, hindi pwede na parang pa-140, ano lang. <laughs> 140 characters. How many so, videos do you produce per week? On YouTube? Uh, per week, on YouTube, hindi nga ako consistent eh. So, what I do lang talaga, I'm more consistent on the live videos that I do on the Facebook page. So, once a week, I do uh, a live video every Monday, tapos one hour long talaga yan. Kung meron ako mga short-form videos, minsan-minsan lang talaga siya. Especially now that I'm um, creating the second version of our course. Medyo maraming video content yun eh. So, na, nakoconsume talaga yung time ko. Pero, uh, I, I wish to go back to that, uh, ano, that process of me producing short-form videos. Kasi na-enjoy ko rin talaga. Especially na may video editor na ako ngayon. So, hindi na ako nababurden sa video editing. Kung baga, nagre-record at nagre-record na lang <laughs> So, your short-form videos is how, how long? Uh, five minutes? Mga ano? Uh, mga 5 to 10. Ganon. That's uh, ano, pang YouTube yun. Pag 5 to 10. Mm-hmm. Tapos pag, mm-hmm. ano, pag nasa live stream ka, 1 hour. Yes. How much do you spend sa boosting sa Facebook and sa YouTube? Sa mga ganyan, meron kasi kaming ano, um, meron talaga kaming budget of let's say mga, let's say 50k per month, mga ganon. So nilalagyan talaga namin siya ng budget. Nag-iiba-iba siya every month Kasi depende din kung meron kaming uh, enrollment period. Kung enrollment period, mas maraming budget na nakalaan sa ads. Pero wala naman talagang ano. So, the 50K is just an approximate 
Mm-mm. of what we spend on ads. Okay, kasi iba yung iba yung Google Ads eh. You learned it also online na yung Google Ads ha? And you read books mm-hmm. about it. Pero maraming YouTube tutorials. Mm-hmm. Tsaka feeling mo lang feeling mo lang mahirap siya pero ano lang talaga siya eh. parang the the way YouTube ad kasi or Google Ads go is maraming maraming tabs or maraming buttons pero same same lang ng function. So confusing siya yung paggagawa. Ewan ko ba but but ganun yung ano yung user interface pero mas mas easy siya kumpara sa Facebook ads. Tsaka mas less strict sila. Ah. Uh, so if you're familiar with Facebook ads, you won't have problems with YouTube ads. Kung mag, marunong ka. Most ads. likely. No. Ah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Ang galing ha kasi uh, you started young, nagfi-freelance ka na mm-hmm. and then um talagang kanina ko nakwento mo, nagkaroon ka na ng ano, utang sa rent mo. Tapos tsaka ka na. Oh. The best motivator is ano eh, no? pag nangangailangan ka ng pera eh. No? Oh. Ano pa ba yung mga gusto mong gawin? Now, now that you have your academy, you have all these mentees looking up to you, ano pa ba gusto mong gawin in the future? Siguro one of my uh, really long-term goals is to go back to writing and then focus more on yung drawing talaga ng pang games. <laughs> Gusto ko talagang mag-realism. Oo. You want to parang, design yung mga, ano, mga realistic na games or yung mga uh, animation? Do you, are you planning to study 3D animation? Siguro, eh, I'm trying, pero kung kaya talaga sa oras kasi the, the academy in itself is consuming 90% of my time. So, kung merong oras, sure, why not? Pero it's, it's just a passion project and I still wish to continue teaching kasi that's that's really my passion eh, is to teach. So kahit nag-resign na ako dun sa, sa teaching job ko, up until this day, sa mga videos ko, nagtuturo pa rin naman ako. So I wish to continue doing that and maybe siguro have different angles lang in marketing. So mm-hmm. yun lang. Uh, I'm, I'm planning to talk more about marketing for a longer period of time para kumbaga maging ano, um, Seth Godin. So Seth Godin started marketing or started talking about marketing when he was I think 21 and he's like 50 something now so I wish to do the same para at least I can see where the marketing is going or the the, the wavelength of marketing is going so I can mm-hmm. teach that also okay um, let's talk about your academy uh, every sure. every day ba or every month meron kayong mga students sa bago Tapos puro every day. Every day. How many ang mm-hmm. ilang klase ninyo, eh, ilang students? You do this via Zoom na ngayon. Kasi bawal lumabas, ba? So, ano, online mm-hmm. na lang siya? Um, the way we do it is pre-recorded videos. Mm-hmm. So, they're parang buffet style siya. So, we have a platform, an online website, where the students can just log in and go through the lessons at their own pace. So, self-paced program siya. Um, yung mga active lang talaga as in yung times na we really meet. Uh, kung meron lang mga activities like anniversaries or may mga mock-up calls kami. So we also do some sort of mock-up calls of how you can negotiate your client via phone. So yun yung mga ginagawa. That's when I realized I can't really do anything live, but I can do everything pre-recorded. So 
lahat we recorded videos in edit ng video editor tapos meron din kaming worksheet um, they submit it when they have completed and then they will receive a certificate but barely um, barely anyone lang talaga yung parang gusto ng live yung classes <laughs> so bibihira lang talaga yung mga ano gustong maglive okay if interested, if pag may mga immortal na nakikinig sa atin ngayon na interesadong mag-enroll sa iyo, saan sila dapat pumunta? Ah, you can uh, go to createandriceacademy.com. So, that's very easy and simple to type. Uh, you just have to know the name of the academy. Tapos, .com lang. Uh, yun lang. Tapos, there will be a training for you there. Um, you can understand more about freelancing and how it can change your life through that very training. And then, you can enroll if you wish, no? So, hindi naman kilitan yung pag enroll So, if you cannot afford, you can still go to the Facebook page and I do weekly live trainings there So mga hindi makapag-afford na enrollment para at least you still have that consistent help. Kaso nga lang, yung mga students, they receive really premium um, education. So, they also have a community, you know, all these things. So, there. Yun. Saan sa ka naman nila pwedeng i-follow sa social media? Kasi... You're active on YouTube and Facebook. Tapos may Instagram ka. Mm-hmm. Share mo naman sa mga demigods o deminatics. <laughs> <laughs> um, sa Facebook lang talaga ako usually active. Uh, you can follow me by searching Demi Bernice or facebook.com forward slash Demi Bernice SE. Yung pink ang profile picture, yun na yun sa mga uh, nakikinig ng podcast. <laughs> So, yung pink ang profile picture, kapag if you search my name and then you see the one with the pink profile picture, yun yung Facebook page. Tapos, sa personal account ko, hindi naman ako masyado nagpo-post dyan. Puro lang memes lang lang dyan. <laughs> sa Instagram naman, okay lang. You can follow me there, but I don't also post there a lot. So, mas nagpo-post talaga ako. Mas consistent ako sa ano, Facebook page. Ayun, do, you, do you create your own memes na parang may mga quotes ba from Demi Bernice, mga ganon? About freelancing, about work? Ah, wala eh. Wala. Hindi ako mahilig sa mga ganyan. <laughs> so, my content, my pillar of content really is video. So, that's my strength. Or podcast, kung pwede rin. Basta any form of me talking, mas, mas, mas easy yan for me. So, minsan nagsusulat din ako, pero time-consuming kasi kapag nagsusulat ka eh. So, wala kami masyadong memes. Okay. So, <laughs> Nag-share lang ako ng memes ng oh, iba. Yung, yung mga videos mo, pag Facebook Live, talagang live. Hindi siya yung pre-recorded na pinos. Talagang live siya. Yes. And then yung snippets mm-hmm. ng mga ibang videos na yung mga short form, you post it on YouTube. Okay. Galing yes. ha? Ano ang mas okay? Um, pag nag-freelance ka as a freelancer o kahit na employed ka, eh, you accept freelance jobs? I think mas mainam talaga kung full-time freelancer. The the fact that you're not um you're not confined to very certain hours kasi mas mas mahirap kung kapag employed ka kasi in my opinion lang. You are confined kasi in very certain hours. Kailangan mo pumunta dun sa office, mag-report, ganito ganyan. But when you are a freelancer, a lot of the times you are only supposed to report to yourself. So, kumbaga, uy, self, gising na. <laughs> uy, self, my client work ka pa, ganun. So, you only need to report to yourself and yung kalaban mo lang talaga is disiplina. And there are so many things you can do when you are freelancing. Kasi, if you learn already how to start charging high and working less, 
so many things can op- can open up for you. So if you want to also do coaching like what I did, diba? So nag-start na akong mag-freelance tapos nung na medyo maluwag-luwag na ako financially tsaka with my time being more spacious, I realized na I can make videos and I can teach other people then so that's what I did. So when you do that, when you open yourself, kumbaga freelance will be a springboard. Eh. So freelance can be a springboard to the things that you really want to achieve. Meron din ako mga mentees na nagpre-freelance lang tapos gusto pala maging singer. So meron ako mga singer na, na mentees kasi gusto talaga nila gawing um, singing, yung, uh, full-time yung singing. So yun yung ginagawa nila para makapag-pay sila ng bills. Ayaw na nilang makumpine sa employment job yun yung ginagawa nila mag-freelance on the side tapos uma-accept kagad sila ng mga singing gigs. Same thing with the the mentees that I have that are authors. Gusto nila mag-freelance lang tapos nagsusulat sila ng libro on the side which can definitely open up more opportunities for you. So, yung mga sinasabi ng mga parents natin dati na, uy, wag mong i-pursue yan kasi walang pera dyan. Ganito, ganyan. So, this day, it's very possible. So, you just have to have that freelance uh, side gig, and then you can do everything else that you want. But of course, you need to do upfront work then. So you can't just say, I'm freelance ako, tapos mas singer. You have to really do upfront work din sa freelance before you can free up more of your time. Kasi gradual din kasi siya na process. Okay. Anong, mag- anong mga advice mo sa mga empleyado ngayon? Mga immortal. Ngayong pandemic, maraming <laughs> pay off, maraming... Uh, yung no work, no pay ngayon, di ba? Wala silang kasiguruhan sa trabaho nila ngayong uh, pandemic. So, baka may payo ka sa kanila ngayon. So, ako wala akong personal payo, but I will share to them siguro a story that I have from one of my students. So, her name is Aryan. And si Aryan kasi, mahilig talaga siyang mag-work. Yung employment job niya talaga is the, the, core, ano, the core source of her income. Tapos yun nga, nag-pandemic, nawalan siya ng trabaho. So, what she did is to start a t-shirt printing business. Eh, mas na naging strict yung government, di ba? Parang merong MECQ pa. So, lahat ng mga unnecessary activities or at least yung mga um, things that are not considered as essential, pati yan na-close. So, to her... Nag-iisip siya, ano pang ibang ways nito kung paano makakapag, ano, makakapagpakain sa sa pamilya ko? Kasi she has two kids, I think, or dalawa ba? Tatlo. Tapos may husband siya, tapos uh, as in full-blown family. So, she saw my ad, and then that's the time that she enrolled. And really, ngayon, meron na siyang lupa. <laughs> meron na siyang lupa na ano, gusto niya kasi magtayo ng event hall. So, to her... It's a long-term goal, but freelancing really became her springboard to other things. So, it's considered na kasi may mga calamities talaga tayo. Hindi naman calamity yung pandemic. But there are certain uh, things that will happen kasi. And you have to also anticipate that the the way we do things now as the entire human race, no, we are really moving forward to more of the technology, right? So, kung ano man yung nakikita nyo ngayon na lahat online classes, lahat online ganito ganyan, tapos yung mga content live, on camera, tapos nasa social media, that's really where we are going. So, it's just that, so it so happens lang na merong pandemic, tapos mas na-emphasize talaga siya kasi wala tayong choice. 
but really are moving forward that route. So you also need to consider if you are in a specific situation where it's not involved in any type of technology. Kasi yan medyo mahirap. If you are not adapting to the world that we are in, then mapapag-iwanan ka talaga ng panahon. Yun. Very well said. Uh, Ma'am Denny, maraming <laughs> salamat. Thank you for guesting sa Underpaid Podcast. Ha? 